0: And welcome back to laugh Laughter the Club. Um, tonight it is me and Jeanette, and we'll see who else joins us. So um, we're just going to continue shooting the shit and hope somebody shows up. Uh, what the hell are we. Oh! As we say it.
1: Who is it? Who is it?
0: Well, it said it was Lid. That's not um. Lid. That's Aaron.
1: Mm. Do we have to report this? I don't know. To 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 the Zoom authorities.
0: (laughs) Aaron, can you hear us?
1: How are you? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic.
0: Yeah. Just uh, we literally just started recording like ten seconds ago because nobody was jumping on, and then you timed this perfectly. Oh. And we got Christmas joining the chat. Mm. For some reason, Pow for some reason pow's Zoom name got changed to Christmas at some point. Hi, pal. Um so is it just me? What? It's you, me, Jeanette, and Aaron. We just started because Aaron just jumped onto it.
2: Am I Christmas?
0: You're Christmas.
2: Christmas time. Oh,
0: oh, for the love of
2: God. <laughs> um, for like the love a
0: of God. For the love of God. For the
2: love of God. For the love of God. For the love of God. For the love now.
0: Oh you know, South Pass Ash.
2: A little South Pass yeah. Good to hang out, good buddy of mine. How's good. it going with you guys?
0: Getting along, man. Glad this damn week's over.
2: Yeah. How you feeling, Jeff?
0: I'm cruising. I'm a little bit sad about something that is gonna be a Lopic, I'll get into. So what's going on with you, Aaron? Aaron just has had just had the most extreme shock face, as I asked him.
3: What do you want? oh no, I want I just dunk jock catch an alley oop. And it was exciting.
0: All right. Well, this is off to a rolling start. Um I'm gonna hey, say
3: again hey guys, congratulations on the Lakers getting back to five hundred.
0: You you took the words out of my mouth. I was just about to uh that was the topic I was gonna bring up that was making me very sad. Um
2: I just wanted to say thank you, Aaron, and thank you also for you know is this spark? is mean, sparking the Memphis Grizzlies being a, a, a really good minor league team for the Lakers. Oh not no, not this!
3: Oh, no, it, yeah. no, you've <laughs> never answered this question before, Pal. Who have who have we given you that's ever contributed anything? Pal. Pal always says this nonsense. I mean, I just
0: who haven't
2: you? Who haven't you? You know, Dwight Howard. You guys had released him, and then he ended up making his way to us. I think Marcus Morris at one point. You guys might have had him. Release him, we Rondo, never same had thing, a You know. You know, you just you end up releasing some players and they end up coming our way and uh you know, we put we put them to use, you know. So thank Guys. you.
0: Guys, who was who was traded Bubble Chip? Who was traded for Pau Gasol?
3: Mark. Ah,
0: there we go.
3: We got the better Morris of the
0: Clinton. two. Kwame, Kwame
3: Brown. We got the better of the two Gasols.
0: What we got two rings out of him.
3: Oh! Hey? We still got the better of the two Gasols.
0: and no rings.
3: Okay, so let me ask you this: If you had Mark, you wouldn't have won those rings. Put
0: no, because at the time, Mark Pal was way a,
2: nowhere you, near as good. You put Pow in a box and you put Mark in a box. How many more rings? Bingo. Who's the box? Player. Right there, we go.
3: Okay, put put Mark in a box and then put Pow in a box without Kobe. How many rings? Ooh, well,
2: the same great. amount i'll tell you
3: what pal doesn't do i t- pal definitely doesn't go with uh take the grizzlies to a eastern or western conference finals
0: speaking of which yeah and, you know you said you said eastern it they should be at the goddamn eastern conference right
3: i'm telling you we're on the freaking east side of the Fucking Mississippi River. We'll be the number one team in the East right now. Well, I mean the the other game lead.
0: the other one that's stupid is Minnesota, right? Like in Minnesota what way? in the Western. It's in they're in the Western Conference. Yeah.
3: No, it is. Well I see, thought there, there were
0: other ways they were stupid. Well, yeah, the, no, I mean besides the other ways. There's
3: three teams uh-huh. is is
1: are aren't they right on the Mississippi River? Well, I've never I, I have no I, idea. I, 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 Map I, time. I, geography time. I'll get my, have you drank that
2: water?
3: I know New Orleans is. And Memphis is. Mm. But New Orleans can go anywhere because nobody cares about New Orleans because
1: they suck. That's um, true. They're so good. so, That's so is, is what's needed a so remember the Dastardly Astros used to be an NL team.
3: Yeah, they were in the Cardinals division.
1: And then they, whatever they did, now they're an AL team. So we got to apply the same principles here. Should it just be like a pay a lot of money? How, how do we do this?
3: Okay. Well, look, here's the thing Toronto, it- Toronto's in Canada, so they can go anywhere. All right. <laughs> well, you
0: know, Toronto, to- you know, Canada also has an East and West.
3: I'm aware of that, but it's not America, so it doesn't matter. <laughs>
0: it's- oh. It's laterally, you know, it's, it's longitudinally.
1: Uh, oh, I, I, I know. He wants parity, so we need to have a team in Mexico. Mexico. Let's go.
3: Isn't there, a, isn't there a G League team down there? Yeah. I think there is a G
0: League team. It, isn't there
3: um,
0: is, it, is there uh, a Tijuana team? No, no I think it's in Mexico, it Mexico City. in Mexico City. i do not sure if they were that for south.
2: Yeah, it's, Tijuana has a G League team, definitely.
0: Well, I didn't know if the NBA had a team that far south.
3: The, the Capitans. Capitanes? That's, I don't know. Yeah, captains. Makes sense. Wait,
0: I want a new uh, segment. pronouncing Spanish words. Um, yeah, say Caliente again.
3: Caliente. Frank?
0: <laughs>
2: Frank?
1: <laughs> uh,
0: well, well... Margarita! <laughs>
1: Margarita,
0: no, Margarita, quesadilla,
3: tortilla Tortilla. quesadilla.
0: Man, I'll tell you what.
2: what, We have hip hop uh... -hop names that can know food again. A tribe called Casadilla?
0: A tribe called Cas. Oh my god. Um. Okay. Um. So, Aaron, you got a lot.
1: Biscuits and gravy.
0: Oh. That's good. Maybe what we is should it? just stick with this. <laughs> all right, let's not stick with this. Um all right, I got a lot. Of um, so Jeanette, I don't Jeanette's been out of <laughs> out of country for a couple weeks. So she hasn't been entirely caught up. But um I don't know if you saw a day or two ago where yeah, I think it was yesterday, when Chris Cody had to um, read Shakespeare. Right.
1: I've heard of it. Uh, I've seen of it, but I have not heard it.
0: Okay, so, I mean, he did a, what I thought was like a pretty decent job for Chris Cody. Um Because I mean, he, he only stumbled on a couple. What was the really funny word that he fucked up? Um,
2: um He said McDowell, real funny. Like McDonald or something.
0: No, no, it was um something
1: about the horse.
0: It was supposed to be like oppressed, and he said "O oh, seed or something like that. I don't remember exactly. It, it was like a Dan sort of uh panache, panache. sort of situation. Yeah, <laughs> you and mine prevails there, Jeanette. Uh, <laughs> but uh so it got me thinking to because Chris mentioned this, and I, I have the same take as him. What was the thing in school that you hated? Reading or consuming or whatever it was, the absolute most because I could not fucking stand Shakespeare. I actually slept through almost every one of those classes in high school. I just could not handle it. Just, I, 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 nope. I'm gonna be meathead on this one and be like, nope, this is just a bunch of bullshit. I don't care.
2: Uh, well, I can't say the same myself as a refined thespian, so. Okay. I've read plenty
0: of Shaka Spear. <laughs> Shaka Spear? <laughs> it's like Shaka Khan, but not. <laughs> but better.
2: <laughs> better hits.
1: William Shaka Spear over here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know. Was there anything you guys remember that you really just couldn't stand? Or was there something you remember reading that you actually enjoyed in school?
2: Oh man. I read this one book about, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to hop off. Um, I read this one book about like this school shooting and then what ended up happening was like this kind of like government conspiracy where they started like removing kids from the campus um, to the point where like the school ended up being deserted. I enjoyed reading that, if that counts for anything. I don't know what it's called. Can't tell you that, but I read that.
0: Alright, well everybody is terrified of Pow now. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well go have your chills. All
2: right, guys. This is Christmas saying a ho ho ho.
1: <laughs>
0: God damn it, pal.
1: Young people today. Yeah, um okay. I actually read Lord of the Rings. Um and I in, I enjoyed reading it. Um, I, I enjoyed it much more than I tried to get through the movie, and I think I only made it to like fifteen minutes, and then I was just like, became the biggest better person, and that's it. And I think part of that is um, we actually learned runes to like go with it, so we would do um rune work with. Um as part of like learning the book. So we had like certain assignments like you know, write your name in runes and it's like like Jeanette and runes is like 17 letters, 17 symbols. It's like s- so sad. Well, that's
0: <laughs> actually pretty cool though.
1: <laughs> no, I was like no, like I don't gotta sign this every day right because I, c- I couldn't remember. I was like that hey. was horrible. Aaron, you, you struggling with audio?
3: Well no, I was trying to get these headphones to connect to my computer but i've never done it before and it won't search so
0: what kind of headphones do you have
3: uh the little skull candy ear pod things
0: i got these bows guys and i like them but the case is goddamn giant
3: yeah this is good because i can slide it into my pocket very easily
0: yeah this thing goes in your pocket and it looks like you're walking around with a half chub um <laughs>
1: Happy what? Friday. Happy
0: Friday, everybody.
1: How to fool the ladies. 101.
0: Yeah, you want to put it all the way down at the bottom of the pocket.
3: Um cut a hole in your pocket and make it a little bit deeper.
0: Yeah, there you go. Whoa. Um, uh Aaron, do you have any- only if
1: you're single. <laughs> yeah.
0: Aaron, yeah. do you have any any school things that you recall particularly hating or loving? This topic is awful. I was just trying to come up with something to talk about.
3: Like young school or college? Because I liked a lot of my college classes. No,
0: like from like elementary or high school or something.
3: Uh oh, I read like, all the I hate Percy. Shakespeare. I read Shakespeare. those Percy Jackson books. I liked those.
0: Oh God, you're young.
3: Um I liked the Narnia books. Um did you hate Shakespeare? Not re- I had my I really liked my English teacher in high school, and so she made it fun, yeah. like the way she, we she didn't like make us read it like out of some boring ass book. Like we would read a few lines, and then she'd show us a clip from the movie, like one of the movies. Sometimes it was that one that was they they redid it, and it was like the,
0: the Leo DiCaprio, yeah, and yeah, I remember that one. I think I watched that. John
1: Leguizamo, thing. right? Yes. He's, um
0: See um, Mercutio?
1: No. He's he's Juliet's cousin. I
0: don't remember, but I Okay.
3: Remember. When y'all were growing up So when I was growing up every year like typically the week leading up to Martin Luther King Day, we would watch a movie called My Friend Martin. Did y'all watch that? Because everybody around here watches it at least once a year.
0: No, no idea what that is. It's
3: like a animated movie, and there's these two kids like travel back in time and like follow him around. It's pretty cool.
1: I think that's more. That's a more recent movie because I think I saw a clip of that circulating last week. Because the one that would always play here. Is the first, like, I, I I think it was like a made-for-TV biopic, I want to say, of Martin Luther King. And that's kind of the one that was more, bef- before the more recent movie with David Oyelowo and stuff was made. So that's the one that I go back to.
3: And it's, it's our friend Martin, not my friend Martin. My apologies. I, I haven't seen it forever.
0: I don't remember seeing any of these sort of things. It, was
3: in, it came out in 99. Yeah. Mm.
0: Well, before we move on, though, I would just like to say there is one absolute ringer answer for something that you had to read as a child, and it was great. Did you all ever read Holes?
1: No, my brothers did.
0: Holes is what I like. I think I read it in like third or fourth grade, and I never reading like four times. I, I, I'm sure as an adult, I would read it and find it. Kind of whatever, but as a kid, that was a damn great book. I never saw the movie because I don't like Shia LaBeouf.
1: Even back then, when he was that young. Ooh, you
0: like him. I didn't like that stupid show on Disney Channel. I wasn't a Disney Channel kid. Mm. I found him annoying. Nah. I
3: also I also liked the Charlie Bone books. Those were good too. I,
0: I don't know what that that is. Hank the sounds... Cow
3: Dog. Like Hank the Cow Dog when I was really little.
1: Happy June. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> my mother would when i was really really little my mom would always read us uh junie b jones books
0: i used to read the uh my grandparents would get them for me the hardy boys books when i was a little kid
3: you are old
0: i'm like eight years older than you i think my grandparents just
3: had an <laughs> how, influence. how old are you jeff <laughs>
0: three <laughs> So wouldn't that be eight years older than you? Eight
1: years older than me, yes. So I think there's like there's there's one book that like culture that culturally cuts to like all of us Latinos, and that is at some point in middle school, we were all read the house on Mango Street to get the immigrant perspective in the United States and how it stays with you and how you um, try to exist in two worlds and you never whatever and how we all just read it and we were like good lord we hate this woman so much (laughs) my sister if I bring up that book to this day she curses it she's like she's like I I hate that book so much because you know our, our English teachers our creative writing teachers would make the emphasis of like this is what you're going to deal with when you grow up. And this is what you're going to fight against. And this is what people think of you. And we were just like, what do I got to do to get an A? So it's like, always like oh, being Brown is so hard because they're going to make fun of my accent. So that's all we have to write. It's just like, write all these bad things about ourselves. And it's, it's, it's ba- you know, it's like, it's it's a bad exercise for your self-esteem.
0: Critical race <laughs> theory, right?
1: Is that what that was? Oh my God. I should go back and sue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we don't have we don't have those rights it's only florida <laughs>
1: no. um but
0: okay
3: the best california what was y'all's uh favorite like children's children's book like when you were really little
1: um i
0: i actually really liked the berenstein bears Aww. i did when i was a little tiny kid
3: i liked uh you go ahead, Jeanette, I'm thinking.
1: What was the one? They showed the picture the other day, Pam, where they're like, he's not reading. It was like the little box that would ride around in the apple. It was an apple, but it was his car and he would ride around. And I think, no, in the in the apple car, it was a worm. But they were all like these animals. So those are the books that I liked. And so much so that I had the sheets and I would make like a little tent um, with the... Uh, the string to like dry the clothes in the backyard and i wanted to be those animals like i wanted to live in their world so i would be like i was like i could totally drive an apple car and live in a live in a tree and be friends with a fox and you know whatever be the little kitty cat and stuff like that like i don't like that's the world i lived in and uh that was me for like two years and then i i don't know i guess i kind of like grew out of it but i wanted to drive the apple car
0: the joke, Jeanette, was I was thirty-two years old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I was doing in Mexico, bro? Yeah, there you go.
3: I liked I liked the uh, uh, the hungry caterpillar, and
1: the writer of that died last year. So yeah, was I know was dead.
3: <laughs> Um
1: Aaron is.
0: Are you trying to be quiet? Or are you just really? Downhill. Yeah, I am trying
3: to be a little bit more quiet because I woke my daughter up, a bit. that's why I got my headphones out. Um, and uh, I got in trouble.
1: Oh, it, it was the Richard Scary uh books, those were, were the ones that it was like,
3: uh, I also like Miss Tizzy. I don't know, I don't think that was as popular of a book, but it's a good book. Um, oh, and uh, if you give a mouse a cookie hmm mm-hmm. that's a good book you know what book i hate which i didn't realize i hated
0: oh.
3: hop on pop
0: <laughs> i don't know what that is but it sounds gross <laughs>
3: it's, it's a dr seuss book uh-huh. and There's my daughter shit in there. I,
1: only on sundays
3: my daughter got it and that's one she always picks out to read and it's like 50 pages it makes yeah. no sense.
0: That's funny shit.
3: Uh, actually, oh, it's so frustrating. And she only picks it when it's my t- night to read. When it's my night to read, that's the book she gets. When it's my wife's, it's like the Goodnight Moon, Goodnight Star, or something like that. Like a little short book. Oh, well, and it's Dad's turn. Now we're going all out.
0: Well, let's see. She's She's not three yet, right? She's two?
3: She's not two yet. What? I should two in April.
0: Wow, my time, my time. I thought she was like two and a half. Well, wow, my the last two years have like been a blend for me. But um well, if you can take take if you wait like another like two, three years, you can just do what my dad did, which is instead of reading to me, he just have me watch George Carlin specials. <laughs> It was a, it was like a four or five year old with my dad laughing his ass off at.
1: Carl. Aaron's gonna be like, we need to bring back reading Rainbow. Someone else needs to read for me.
0: Dude, <laughs> all right, to that po- wait, hold on, on that point, I one thing that I'm still scarred from, scarred by from from my childhood. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this horrifying, god awful device, but at one time there was. A battery operated talking mother goose, and you could put cassettes in it and it would tell different, like fairy tale stories. I'll find a picture of this. And the, you know, it was made in the early 90s. It wasn't exactly like super high quality, you know, animatronics going on here. And it was just kind of a mouth that would go up and down. And, and,
1: Band. I'm imagining something from like when you would go to see Chuck E. Cheese and his band. Something along those lines.
0: Very close. And I had like a bonnet. And when my... So uh, Celia it was Celia at the time was the lady who raised me when I was a little kid. When mm. My parents were working all the time. And Celia wouldn't want to deal with me a lot. So she just stick me in front of this goddamn goose and pop a cassette in. And I was terrified of the fucking thing. And to this day I will never forget that goddamn goose. Never do this to your children. Or maybe it's more maybe it's better in the year 2022. We probably have less terrifying things.
1: I mean, remember Mike was talking about his daughter looking at that train with the blood in its mouth? Is is that like what's nah, scarier? True. I think the goose is scarier than the train with the blood in the mouth.
0: Well, also if you just think back at like the like I mean, I think Aaron falls into this too. You think back to like the cartoons when we were young, like Aaron, were you, were you old enough for like Rocco's Modern Life or Ren and Stimpy or any of that shit?
3: I mean, I didn't really care to watch them, but I know what they are.
0: Ren and Stimpy was some of the most fucked up shit you'll ever see on television. And it was like a children's show at the time. Like you go watch that today and you're just like, what the hell is going on?
1: It was easy to pass because it was animals right. because if it would have been people like Ala la Beavis and Butthead, then you would understand the uproar and how people were got totally bent out of shape over that.
0: Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, oh, to cap this, I remember the book that was actually my favorite when I was a kid, a little kid. I don't remember the penguin's name. It was a Spanish book. And it was like blank El Pinguino. And that was the name of the book. And my parents can't speak Spanish. And they had to try to read it to me every night. I just wanted to read this one damn book. I, God,
1: what was it? What was his name? Um, if only kids were here, he'd be able to tell us what it was.
0: Probably. Um, all right. Um, well, anybody else got, anybody got a new topic?
3: Yeah. Uh. Oh, I was gonna say, did you ever watch Wishbone growing up? That show, oh Hell I saw yeah,
0: it a couple times. I didn't watch it the, a ton, but
3: when you said something that scarred me for whatever reason, El
1: Pinguino Pedro, that yeah. might be it.
3: The, the uh, episode that had the fan of the opera Wishbone scared the shit out of me. I don't know why but it terrified me.
0: Man, there was there was a few things that like. I'll never forget from early days cartoons like, you know, laundry day is a very dangerous day. I learned that from Rocco. Um, but I mean, if you look back on some of that shit, like, do you know what the restaurant was called in Rocco's modern life? Chokey's Chicken.
1: Like there was just blatant sexual
0: references everywhere, and and like weird kinky shit too. And like uh, it was, yeah, things were different back then. Even there's a SpongeBob episode where he's trying to get Gary to take a bath, and Gary won't take a fucking bath. So he paints the bathtub like a treasure chest, and he. He goes downstairs like, "Look, Gary, I found a treasure map. Let's find it. Let's find the treasure." And they follow it to the bathtub, and he hands goes to hand Gary soap, and he says, "Look, Gary, de Blooms." And then he says, "Don't drop him." <laughs> it's a jail rape joke in
1: SpongeBob. Why do they have to take a bath if they're under the ocean? They're already in water.
0: Well, listen, it's it's a suspended, suspend your belief here. Mm. You know?
1: Yeah, there's something similar in a Simpsons episode that I recall. It was um, Bart kills a, a, a bird and he is taking care of the eggs and he has them in his treehouse. And it's just the opening to the treehouse. And you just see him and you see his arms going up and down in a jerking motion and Mar just talking about how she's concerned with him because he spends so much time by himself in the treehouse.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> some...
0: And you know, now you see these days these things online where there's clearly like dildos and penises in the backgrounds of Disney and like uh, <laughs> Disney stuff. like you know, Mike was talking about the golden dildo in the background of the uh, no. the Little Mermaid. Uh,
1: cover you know vhs yeah that's yeah. that's probably worth many thousands of dollars if you have that golden dildo all right Aaron, all right come up I've got with a, got
3: lopic a lopic again got, all right all right so with uh the super bowl halftime show being oh my god pretty star-studded it's gonna be so good if you could pick three acts it can be like a, an individual person or like a group to do a halftime show of your choosing what three would you choose and they don't have to be living
0: Mm. all right all right so do they so (coughs) it can be a band or an individual yeah but you can but here's the question are we picking the three that we want to see or the three that we think would be killer together
3: i mean no it doesn't it's your choice if they're all separately killer that's a plus. If they're all three killer, like, playing off of each other, good for them.
0: All right. Let's think. Do you have a list? Me? Yes.
3: I'm going to go 3-6. Um, I would say Justin Timberlake, but I've seen him twice at the Super Bowl now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Dolly and Elvis. Oh my! That would be a kick-ass show. Dolly's obviously the closer. Of course.
0: Um, what do you got, Jeanette?
1: Yeah, I was gonna steal Dolly off the top, um, and I was just like, I know me and Aaron are like, we're gonna have that one in common, but I would, I think mine is gonna skew old, but it might be kind of like. Dancy, so oh. i have mine being james brown i know, you know prince and if we can weave in bruno mars in there and then bring in dolly to close i think that gives a lot to it because i just want to see i think there's going to be a i want to see a really good i would want to see a good choreography of james brown bruno mars and prince i just see a lot of heels and high stepping and it would be glorious a lot of tight pants and capes and stuff
3: um i've seen bruno live i hate his music but he's a very good performer mm-hmm. he's a very good performer i'll give him that
0: all right all right i'm forming this here let me work through this a little bit okay so the talking heads are definitely there who the talking heads you've heard a ton of their music before i promise You can Google it. Um, Okay, so Talking Heads, I think I'm going to go Jay-Z, partially because with the Linkin Park situation, we've seen that he can do kind of little crossover shit with another band and make it work. And I think he could do some cool shit with some of the Talking Heads stuff. And then I'm going to go... I was going to say Prince also, just because that's the ultimate musician. that can kind of tie everything together. And then, so we're doing four, right? Three. Oh, that was three.
1: You each did four.
3: If you want to do four, I'll add another one on, too.
1: I did four.
0: Yeah.
3: You can add a fourth.
0: All right, let me think. All right, so I got Talking Heads, Jay-Z, Prince, and... Ah, shit. What rounds that off?
1: You need you need somebody really sexy to sell sex to get the people really upset the next day. They're writing letters to the network about how something super raunchy and hip thrusting and cleavage.
0: Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. Give me a Shakira. Even though she just did it, the tongue thing caused such <laughs> an uproar. Um, Shakira or I'd be okay with Megan the Stallion.
1: Ooh, it's megan over shakira All
3: right, one megan of the biggest and easiest bets i have ever won was <clears throat> there was a prop bet on the super bowl that year that was like will either Lo or um shakira shakira like twerk or something like that
1: what now, a stupid bet she came off with a stripper pole <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I wish there was a bet that was like, will this offend anybody? And then you just bet based on which state you think will get them offended most. That would have been easy money. Oh, Aaron's taking an important call.
1: No, but I I think Megan the Stallion is a good call because I kind of um, see her kind of like starting on the outside because... I don't know if it's for the Super Bowl or whatever, but, like, if it's at SoFi, they have that water park thing. Oh, so she's, she's outside doing in. something in the water, and then she comes in kind of like, like, she has a like, right, she would bring in Cardi, and they and would, then, like, do the whole wop.
0: No, then, and then I got her doing, like, with David Byrne, next to David Byrne, and she also has big shoulder pads on, and they're both kind of doing the talking head shoulder Shoulder thing. Can you imagine the
1: tweets from Ben Shapiro about like I'm done with the NFL. Type, like, bro, you were never even with the NFL. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I swear to go ahead, Aaron.
3: Oh no, yeah. I was just gonna say I know my last one.
0: Go
1: ahead,
3: Kanye.
0: Uh, his name is Ye.
3: And I, I, I was never, I've never even like a Kanye like stan type of dude, but he has some really good songs and i've seen videos of him live and it looks really good
0: so the 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 thing that the hat that pete Davidson made um the Kanye hat i don't remember how long ago that was i saw just saw the video in that stair too but where the hell was he but they were just at, like somebody asked him like you know uh you know what could Kanye do to make you like him again or something i think this is before he was dating um, Kim and he just puts a hat on and it says make Kanye 2006 again like that that back then that early Kanye shit I loved it like college dropout was killer through the wires of fucking that was his first like breakout song right and that shit was great and then as soon as the auto tune sort of vibe started creeping into more music and he kind of got more into that Ever after that, it's just kind of gone off the deep end for me. So, you know, fool me 13 times. I don't give a shit about Donda. (laughs) I said it that way on purpose, Jeanette.
1: We also run into a bit of a risk that uh, Kanye would just start airing his grievances during the halftime show and would probably refuse to leave the field. So that would be like if there's a prop for that where he just starts calling out chris and kim and pete and chloe and the whole family you know he just like the airing of the grievances no. right there and, and, uh, and like if jay-z is there he's like you know i, I don't know if because allegedly they're friends again but i don't know or like whatever or he, just any any number of ways that it'll no, spin no
0: no what would happen would be that as they were presenting the championship trophy to the winner of the super bowl <laughs> He would go up and be like, "I know this. Is, they played well, but the other team deserves this." <laughs> and he would just relive the whole fucking uh, the whole fucking scene with Taylor. Yep. Uh, Aaron is now on mute, talking to his wife. Um, this has been a fine LTC so far. Um. So let's see. What, what else are you at, Jeanette? Put you on the spot. How was your trip?
1: It was great. I spent, originally I was only supposed to be in Mexico for a week. And then to return to um, our wonderful country of the United States, um, we have to take a COVID test to come back. Don't have to take a COVID test to get to Mexico. Right? Because mm-hmm. whatever. That's their rules. Come back, mm-hmm. got to take one. My brother tested negative. It was just me and him on this trip. So he had to do quarantine. You I mean stayed positive. Yeah, he tested positive. Sorry. Wish he had tested negative. Yeah. And uh, so we had to do an extra week of quarantine. I was negative. He was positive. We stayed. And uh, it was fun. I was at a ranch. So I was around cows, no. horses, a lot of puppies, chickens. Evil, evil creatures chickens are a mean shit. Mm-hmm. one of the puppies he was learning how to stalk he was like following one of the chickens i didn't see this but he got pecked by the chicken because you just hear the and then you just hear the chicken like
0: it like, wasn't was was it porky
1: it was the other one. It was Chunky. Oh, thank I you think not. it was Chunky. Because one of them hid for the rest of the day. They didn't want to be around, like, because he was scared of the chickens. But the next day, he was still watching them. He wasn't going up to him trying to, like, catch him or anything. But all the chickens would see him and, like, try to punk him. And I'm like, watching two months when he gets big?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Chunky's <laughs> going to fuck them up.
1: <laughs> it reminded me of uh, the um, Homeward Bound movie where the Pitbull's chasing him. He's like, which ones are your original? Which ones are. Uh, uh, Extra tasty, crispy in the farm. Now, those <laughs> like you're just trying to learn. He's just trying to movies, learn what animals those are. Those
0: movies hit me in the heart when I was a kid. I'll tell you what. Oh, when he falls in the hole. The, uh, just, like, just the whole thing. I was, I'm such a dog person, and they just always made me so sad. I don't like, know why I watched them.
3: My my wife's most beloved dog she ever had was named Shadow after the
1: dog. The retriever. Yeah.
3: Uh oh, here the golden retriever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: Speaking of speaking of dogs, I'm about to have about to be dog setting for five days for the second time this month with a fucking 50-pound eight month old. Um you get and, paid? No, it's my brother. So I'm not gonna charge my what the fuck. Only difference
1: I miss vacation beers drinking at 10 a.m. So wonderful.
0: Oh god, that's true. Jeanette was sending like Pow and I were talking to her while she was down there, and just like (laughs) sending us pictures of puppies, one of which we named Porky, and
1: And beer o'clock,
0: and then beer (laughs) o'clock, which was whenever Jeanette fucking felt like it down there.
1: What I remembered.
0: Yeah, just like, (laughs) oh, I'm packing. It's eight a.m. I had a breakfast beer. <laughs> I was it's carbs. So, I was so jealous of those last two weeks. You just like, god damn it! She was like, I just had awesome tacos and a bunch of beer. You motherfucker!
1: I was like, hey, I don't know how to do this conversion, but I just drank a, lit- a liter of beer with my with my lunch. i like, I feel great. Time is going so slow.
0: And perhaps the funniest thing from your week <laughs> in or weeks? Your two weeks in Mexico, was the um, Mexican Ivermectin. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, I think you were like there for like two or three days before you sent us that thing. And I think it was about $6 US.
1: Yeah. Uh, guys, I'm officially retired now. Yeah. Just came <laughs> back
0: a- with, you threw out all your clothes, came back with just a suitcase of that.
1: I'm an Ivermectin baroness now.
0: Oh uh, god yeah, that's <laughs> some funny shit. Um all right, well, um any other mm-hmm. fun any other fun stuff from your
1: trip? Uh no, that's it.
0: <laughs> Just drinking and puppies yeah. and tacos. Yeah. At some so point I'm... after a couple of beers, you were trying to convince us to turn that ranch into the biggest dog rescue facility in the world. Maybe one day, Jeanette. Mm-hmm. We'll get there.
1: Give it five years.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Aaron, I, I hesitate to do this, but perhaps we should unleash you on some football talk for a few moments. Fuck yeah. So, why don't you go ahead and give us your breakdown of this upcoming weekend?
1: I'll take also, notes. also
3: I just want to point out before I start, let's get this the top. I know Mike Ryan has to play the part of Homer and that's fine. But he can't play the part of insider and Homer.
0: It is a bit of god. I, I I
3: and I'm telling you this as a matter of fact. Miami did want Kendall Bryles very badly. Every every college in the country <sighs> I can't really think of very many that wouldn't <clears throat> would trade their defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator for either Kendall Kendall Bryles or his brother-in-law Jeff Levy because they're the only two people that know the Bryles system, and even though Art, not know that have mastered the Bryles system, and I know it's gross. No, I'm just
0: I'm just concerned about everything that the Braille system entails is all.
3: I'm talking about the offensive system.
0: Yeah, I'm talking It is them. offensive. Yeah, it, is, it is most definitely offensive.
3: <laughs> so that's
1: why he chose that side of the ball. <laughs> Maybe. He wasn't Only when it's consensual.
3: He he certainly wasn't leaving to go to Miami. He might I mean for the right amount of money, he might have. I don't know. But, no, for my grind to just go on and on for three days straight about how Kendall Briles was never offered the job and Kendall Briles really wanted it, he even contradicted himself. He's like, his agents were trying to drum up more money for him. He, re- he was dying to get to Miami, but his agents were really trying to drum up money for him. He's like, hold on, so you're telling me that the agents were leaking this stuff against his will? Like, what are you even trying to say? Like, that makes no sense. No, they wanted... Kendall Browse, take it from me. I promise. Anyway, so this weekend, uh, first game is going to be the Titans and Bengals. uh, I'm terrified um, because it never works out well for me. Um, The Titans have broken my heart almost as much as any other of my teams combined. Um, I mean, we should win but that means we probably won't. Um,
1: Even with, uh, I think, Derek Henry's coming back, right? We'll be back.
3: Yeah, but that's the thing is the problem with the Bengals is the Bengals can score very quickly, and Henry's it is most effective when we're have when we up by any amount because then we can just pound him down the field and run the clock out and take a eight minutes off the clock with a drive. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, look, on paper, we should win. I don't know. I I don't necessarily think the Chiefs-Bills game is going to be terribly close. I know the Bills looked good last week, but it was the Steelers.
1: Um, mm. Sorry,
3: man. Um, but I, I think the Chiefs are probably going to run away from them. I don't know. But I think they are. Yeah.
1: So you're I, taking the Titans and the Chiefs? Or the Bengals and the Chiefs. So I'm writing this down.
3: I think I'm taking Titans and Chiefs. Okay. But those two games are both hard to pick. The other side seems a lot easier to me. I don't even think there's any point in discussing the 49ers Packers stuff. Because I don't think the 49ers... Now, granted, Aaron Rodgers' teams have done some strange things in the playoffs plenty of times. But 49ers are not a good football team. Um, and if the Rams play like they did last week, then I think they win by 10 or more. If if they play like they did most of the second half of the season, uh, then Tom Brady's gonna it's gonna be too easy for him. But with this beat up as the Bucks are, if they're if the Rams defense can just get some it generates pressure they did last week, they'll be fine. Um, but again, I'm not betting against Tom Brady. That would be stupid. I've done that too many times. Um. But you know, yeah. I feel like I should have done something in the zipline in the Mall of America. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I, I I know I'm a homer, but I that I think the Titans should make the Super Bowl. I don't think they will. I don't think they're gonna win tomorrow because I've seen it too many times. My like like I've said, my first ever sports memory that I have vivid like a vivid picture in my head, remembering was the Titans coming up literally a half a yard short from winning the Super Bowl against the Rams. My first ever sports memory started in heartbreak, so it's it's only right that the rest of my life has been such. So, that's the Cardinals, of course. Mm. Not that they haven't disappointed me plenty.
1: So, do you think um, we get? A repeat of, no, you know, Does this this was last year? Chiefs, Bucks. We get that repeat again, or is it just like no. the Packers to lose?
3: No, I think it's if the Chiefs win tomorrow and the Titans win, I think the Titans beat the Chiefs.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Just, I don't know. I I, I would rather be for whatever reason, and it sounds stupid to say out loud, I'd rather play the chiefs tomorrow than the Bengals or the bills, even though we've beaten the chiefs and the bills this year and we have not beaten, we lost to the Bengals. Um, I don't know. Joe Burrow. I've watched him for too long. He, he has this weird thing where he has like absolutely zero nerve. Like, at all he always seems like oh yeah i got this no worries and he typically does um so tomorrow i need him to throw like six interceptions (laughs) Um, i don't know i don't know No, my homework if, if i was going with what i wanted it would be if I was going with what I wanted, I would want the Titans and 49ers because that would be the most easy way for us to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> but, uh, if it went my way, the most likely outcome would be Titans and Packers. But I think it's. I don't know. Chiefs, Chiefs Packers just seems too easy. Uh, I'm going to say Titans, Packers. And if it's not Titans, Packers, then. It's Bills Packers. So I do think the Titans are going to win tomorrow. And I do think if we played the Chiefs, we'd beat the Chiefs. I don't know if we played the Bills if we would beat the Bills. I don't feel as good about it. I don't know why.
0: The Bills are scary.
3: Sometimes, though. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes not. Sometimes they look like dog shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, got, they got all the goddamn talent. And, I mean, old old. The Bucks are too injured. I think
3: that's, so, what, that's what I, that's what I was saying. Yeah. If the Rams play half as well as they did last week, I think they win comfortably.
0: The Rams are a shit show too, though, mm-hmm. man. They're a roller coaster. Like they look really good one week, and then they get Stafforded the next week.
3: Yeah, sometimes <laughs> they get sta- geriatric Stafford, and sometimes they get really good Stafford.
0: Yeah, I mean, and the guys always, you know, it's like the. It's the weirdest ongoing debate about him. Like, it's the one quarterback that I have the hardest time getting a read on. Because I think he's got one of the biggest arms, if not the biggest arm I've ever fucking seen. But it's always just kind of back and forth with him, man.
3: Yeah. Like, when we played them, I think it was on Monday Night Football. It was either Monday night or Sunday night. He was awful. Terrible. Terrible. It literally looked like they found Josh Rosen's punk ass in a club nightclub and yanked him out and put him on the field to play quarterback.
0: God, I hate Josh Rosen. That
3: bomb. Fuck
0: out here, UCLA boy. Um, ass boy. All right, guys. No,
1: no love for the hot tubs.
0: My, um, <laughs> my little brother is just pulling up to drop these dogs off, so y'all are gonna have to land this plane. I made Jeanette host. I will, uh, if I, if they're not here for too long, I'll jump back on. Okay. Peace.
1: So Aaron, is there anything else, um, that you would like to discuss? You would like to take time to educate us on before we close the podcast, any other thoughts, concerns, wishes, um, they don't even have to be well wishes. if you, there's somebody you want to take out for any particular reason.
3: I would like to, give, you know, I, I was, I, I didn't like him for a long time, but from what I learned from him this past week, Darren Ravel is just an outstandingly non-racist human. I mean, to find out that he has, not only does he have black friends but he also has a sizable Martin Luther King Jr. collection. I mean, I I just just want to take this time to publicly apologize to him for anything bad I could have said about him because he's clearly just a wonderful, clearly not racist. I mean, what racist person has has black friends? I mean, I, I can't name any. I mean, you know. So I would like to just get that off my chest. Um, <clears throat> take out um, Tony Bradley. Punk tried to fight Jolly the other day. <laughs> you know what? And here's another thing. I, I can't think of anything in this world that is more humiliating than being on national television in a sporting event and a man the same size as you picks you up. And carries you to half court like Stephen Adams did to him. Wow. I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean, he could have pooped his pants like while that. wearing a white uniform bottom. So, but that that's up there, up with like if there's like your top five, you know, there's a couple things. It would be that. Yeah. Anything yes. where you poop or you pee yourself or you throw up on yourself, that's pretty high to do it on you know, national live television or international.
3: Speaking of pooping pants, (laughs) I told y'all Dak Prescott sucked. I've been telling y'all that for years. No one listened to me. Dak Prescott has pooped his pants on national television, literally. And so many times figuratively as well. He lost to the damn 49ers. That man tried to run a draw play with no time on the clock. What a moron. I told, I've been saying it for years. He's a terrible, as far as NFL quarterbacks goes, he is an average at best starter, period. And I will, Dallas will never win anything ever, 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 ever with him at quarterback. Nothing, nothing at all. They won't even make a conference championship with him at quarterback. I promise you, all you Dallas fans out there, save this episode and remember this and play it to yourself every year when you are going home, either at the end of the regular season or after the first round of the playoffs, save this and remind yourselves that I told you this is what would happen because Dak sucks.
1: I think it's this episode and one that we did a few months ago when we were talking about, uh, various college football things and you did give an assessment of Dak, and you kind of laid the groundwork, not for this particular instance, but you did provide us with enough detail as to the things that you consider glaringly obvious in his ability to play the position and how it just, why you're like, it, it doesn't, it's not, He's not good. So you kind of, you left us the breadcrumbs and now we have the evidence and now there can be a contingent of the people that should tweet at you and let you know you were right. So Aaron, you were right yet again. Your millions of loyal listeners and followers know this, are not necessarily surprised by this, but the continual naysayers... You just want them to just like drop the skills from their eyes and look around. It's like, evaluate the evidence.
3: Yeah. I mean, obviously my millions of disciples already knew. Um, I mean, they know I'm not going to steer them wrong, but now all these, all you haters out there, Phlegm, I know you listen to this every single time. So don't act like you don't. I told you, He's not good. I'm telling everybody, all the other millions of people that listen, he's not good. He won't ever be good. Get over it. Anyway, who else isn't good? Um, this is a fun game. Overrated.
1: Oh.
3: Um, oh, let me tell you. Kenny Pickett is going to be trash in the NFL. Oh. Um, Sam Howell going to be trash in the NFL. Malik Willis is going to be trash in the NFL. He was trash in college. That man threw five picks to Louisiana Lafayette. One of the worst teams in college football. He's not good. Um, Aiden Hutchison, Michigan's defensive end. If someone drafts him in the top five, they're idiots. They should lose their job immediately. He's not going to be any good. Um, Hmm. Cliff Kingsbury in the last – throughout his entire coaching career on the second half of seasons, I believe I saw a stat where he is like 14 and 50-something.
1: I think they – I saw a graphic where over the same time period, him and Brian Flores have an almost identical record. I think Flores had just one more loss, and it was just like – but also, Kingsbury has had the um the fortune of actually making it to post seasons and crashing and burning, uh, you know um, imploding. Yeah, and Flores didn't. Yeah, uh, so yeah I think uh, a lot of hype went with him with that rental house or whatever the house with no outlets, and it's like, come on, people.
2: How <laughs> <laughs> do you charge your phone?
1: Off of his magnetic personality, I guess. I don't know.
3: Gosh. Also, yeah, dolphins or the Dolphins organization is immensely, immensely foolish for letting Flores go, because his first, at least first year, they didn't want to win. Then this, and so once you start a culture of all right, well, we lose. Thank you for tua. Well, and he and that's the thing. When your head coach doesn't want your quarterback, doesn't want the quarterback that you're telling him he's stuck with, then you've handcuffed him already. It's very clear he didn't want to as the quarterback. So they're stupid. Um, who else is stupid? The Bengals, all of them, every Bengal. You're, <laughs> you're all stupid. and You're going to be sad Saturday tomorrow. Or whenever you're listening to this we recorded this on friday so it's tomorrow you're all gonna be sad i'm gonna be happy um except mike hilton i like mike hilton
1: hmm. um exception granted from mike hilton
3: yes uh, yeah i think that's it. that's it oh and thank you to russell westbrook for providing me so much enjoyment these last few weeks <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Ooh. Jeanette, give me your insight on on Russ.
1: Uh, I think when that was uh that kind of happened, I was in the camp of like why?
2: Enough with that noise.
1: <laughs> like why did this happen? And I think it was like, is oh, okay. it just like a Buddy, buddy situation, making you right by your friend type of thing. And it just didn't make sense. Let me, Let me try to mute him. All right, there we go. Figure that out. Yeah, so it didn't make sense to me, and uh, because it's like it's not one of those things where it should have been like a name, like we're in need of a name. We need this name to fill the space or the position or whatever. It just didn't make no sense to that point. And I was like, is it, or is it, is is the draw that he's young compared to Trevor Reza, Carmelo Anthony, he's less injury prone than AD or something. So it never made any sense why that happened. But that was a foolish mistake by LeBron and also to be co signed by Palinka and everybody else. But, you know, it's just, uh, they're just wasting another year of LeBron that he has left. And uh, I don't know. It just, it never made sense to me.
3: Yeah. In any way i thought the same thing lebron needs one of two things either somebody that can kind of be a true point guard or somebody that can knock down shots and those and russ is clearly a point guard and he's been very good in the past but he's never been like your chris paul style point guard where he's going to like run your offense and make smart decisions with the basketball um, yeah no it's it, i will give him this he doesn't let his struggles stop him from trying
1: an admirable quality that more of us should take into consideration. Unfortunately, a majority of us don't have to do it with millions of people watching us and then turning those misfortunes into memes and GIFs. So we we in the shadows are blessed.
3: Yeah, I don't know if you saw tonight, he shot a mid-range jumper off the top of the backboard again.
1: That was right before... We- got
3: on the zoom yeah i just had an update on my phone right before we started recording before i hopped on and it just it was like not top 10 and it just was like russ shoots it off the top of that word. i'm like oh gosh oh man it's it is Mm. couldn't happen to a nicer guy lebron Mm, sad hashtag sad it's all his doing i mean it's like that what is that? If it isn't the consequences of my own actions coming back to bite me in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Also LeBron's on my bad list. He, he used to just get on my nerves. Now he's on my bad list because he tried to go after Desmond Bain. So he was mouthing off at him, telling him not to be running his mouth during a game. Like LeBron doesn't run his mouth during games. Punk. Also should... No, I don't want to talk about that. Actually, I was gonna bring up the Golden State Warriors owner guy that said the nobody cares about the is it Uyghurs?
1: Ah, uh, no, the
3: how you pronounce it? We the or something like that.
1: You you sheer Uyghur. I don't, know, some, some,
3: I don't know uh, he asked you, but he kept calling it Uyghur. so I don't know if that's what you act. I don't know if that's how you. No,
1: I don't think it's a we. I think you have to. But yeah, the the Muslims, the Muslim people that are imprisoned in China. Yeah. Uh, yeah solely based off of their religious uh, ideology they're all they're in prison they're in labor camps the worst conditions amongst the worst conditions uh those of anybody you know in in that country can face yeah and and it's not like you know they're actually committing like a crime that's worthy of being penalized for it's just for being muslim
3: yeah yeah it's like because
1: a... they, they they pick up other there's other people like that if you are i believe catholic or christian and, and any type of orthodoxy that if you are will demonstrate it that will you know get you into their prison camps but and compared to these people, how they are targeted so solely targeted, it is it is crazy out of proportion, and it's very sad.
3: Yeah, it is very sad. That's yeah. It, for him to say that and then to just repeat it, it just uh I don't know. It, I don't. It, I'm not going to sit here and act like I've been on the front lines about it or anything. But if I, I would n- never even consider to think I don't. Ca- nobody cares about them. It's just oh gosh. And then the Golden State Warriors just come out the next day and say he does not speak for us. Didn't even address it. I hate the Warriors anyway, though. So it's not like it was hard for me to be critical. But nonetheless,
1: yeah, it's kind of like like you can't like how Mori Daryl Mori went into. You know Hong Kong and the free speech uh, protest. So I guess maybe he's on the end of the spectrum, where he is just like, you know, people will be like, "Well, see, he's just like bowing down to China and like whatever." But if those are his actual things, where he, if he personally feels that way, like it, 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 like we shouldn't look at the dirty laundry, uh, what's going on, then when you kind of say those things, um. I don't know, people will conflate the issue and be like, okay, well, don't bring up the stuff that we have here because it's like, you know, it's easy. You know, it's like apply it across the board. But yeah, I mean, I kind of, I saw like very little of that I wasn't paying too much attention while I was gone, but I did see something about that the other day because um, I was like, we're this person that they're talking about. And it's just like, you know, because I think uh, that's also a team that's very much forward-facing with uh, here civil liberties and human rights um, and you know being very active in the community for all those things so I mean but it also should not be surprising that people that are you know disconnected from a country economically socially or that they profit from it that they don't want to put those types of things out there that jeopardize their relationships because when Daryl Morey said that, all of the NBA games were pulled out of China and it wasn't until like the finals, like I think the last two games of that particular year, that they were actually televised and the people, they don't know any other way. Like, they'll just be like, oh, okay, basketball is back. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> American basketball is back. We get to see it. Okay. Who, who wins? Like, oh, shoot.
3: Yeah. No, I, and I'm not, I'm not a person that's like, well if you if you are an activist about this one thing, but you know you're not about the other thing, then you're a fraud.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: but i I certainly do see where people are annoyed where, when people when they've been asked about it, and it's not just the warriors I mean obviously there's been there was plenty of people asked about it who just in general like with, especially with they Dar- what specifically their Dar- mori stuff, just would not just ran away from the questions. Just would not even address it and it's like it's one thing if you know nobody's saying i don't know if nobody is i'm certainly not the one to say well if you're doing all this stuff speaking out all stuff about this and you should be equal to that because that's i mean no but yeah the people that just were like oh i don't know anything about it you know what am i supposed it's like okay look if you get asked about it the least you could do is say you know uh, i think something something to show some kind of support and so i could understand the frustration that people would have there but yeah no it's hmm. i I just never seen I, it's been a long time since i've seen somebody be that blatantly like i don't give a shit no, i'm not worried about them it's like oh, now hold on buddy you don't have to be you know like protesting something but to say you don't care about it. was just kind of like jarring.
1: But- yeah. I think um, I, like I, I would agree with you. Like if the actual sentiment, like if his actual words were I don't care about them, I, you don't really get too much of that now because someone will give you some sort of like PR spin of, You know, I'm aware of the plight. You know, I'm not necessarily the most educated person, but, you know, the powers that be should look into that or like whatever. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Or or like, because I don't think you can just be like next question on something that heavy because I don't know what prompted the question. But, yeah.
3: At the least, something like, you know, I don't know what's going on over there. If what you're saying is going on is going on that's terrible
1: or like Uh, you know i i believe in in religious freedom and anybody you know regardless of where they're at you know that you know this should this shouldn't be happening anywhere etc etc something
3: super and even hell even if you didn't want to go completely nuclear on your relationship with china which i'm not sitting here saying they shouldn't but as someone that likes money, I'm not going to sit here and tell somebody how to run their business. Oh, you could even say, they could even said something like, you know, I'd like to believe that a country like China w- w- is above those kind of actions, even though I personally don't believe that. But China's not paying me billions of dollars. So,
1: yeah, because it, it also comes down to what kind of like news um news cycle you know social media like type of thing which do you consider the lesser like do you want to deal with this reaction from this side or this reaction from that side so or sometimes you don't even take those things into consideration you just make your comment and then later on, it's like some, some, the social media guy will be like, "But look at like all this stuff that we're getting and the things that people are sending us and how, but that social media, unless it actually reflects and they had like, you know, season ticket holders canceling their, you know, their tickets or they, I'm pretty sure they didn't lose a single sponsor. There was anybody that was just like, you know what? You didn't take the stand. This goes against what, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, you know, pg whatever, like we don't stand for this. So we're pulling all of our advertising, you know, uh, that I don't think that happened. And that's usually, you know, because because those big corporations, they want that China money too. So they're just, you know, they're, they're not going to just be like, hey, yeah, you know, because blah, 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 they don't want those, they don't want those words coming back at them as well, because they know what they're going to face.
3: Yeah. Oh, it's like what we talked about a while back. We were talking about companies that just put out all these statements, but don't actually do anything. It's it's like, oh, you know, we stand for this, 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 and this, and they say that.
1: Yeah, like you know, Monday Martin Luther King Day, you had all these you know companies, organizations sending all of their ML- MLK you know quotes and tweets, and then it's like. Come on, like the FBI sent some stuff, like a tweet and people were like, But y'all killed him. You know, the, the Republicans are sending all these things. It's like, okay, then pass the Voting Rights Act. You know? So it's just like like we see through it and it's just like you know, we become we become less desensitized. We're kind we're in the machine, we get it, but it's just like, come on, like give us the honesty. Like so sometimes you want it. We do we don't want the dog and pony show.
3: Yeah, no, it, it, it I'm sure it's always been like this. I just never noticed it as much just how much like the big corporations and the people in the media that seem to be convinced. And look, I think the majority of people are stupid in this world. I mean, I do. I think there's just not majority much more than I would have would typically imagine. I think there's a lot more dumb people. However, I think the media is convinced and the big corporations are convinced that everyone is dumb people that do not fall into their categories. And so they they think they can, just, you know what? And it, and it works for some, some people I'm sure, but you know what? We say we're for this and we say, we stand for this and that's all we're going to have to do. So.
1: Yeah. Cause if you're, you know, like if you're trying to, build a extend the pipeline, and only a 100 or a couple 1000 people show up to protest. But you still have millions upon millions of people buying gas every day, you know, buying gas vehicles and everything else, you're just like, those people don't matter, we're going to continue doing what we're doing. But if it was um, effective change, it would be like everybody would just like okay this this particular company is bad for doing this so nobody buy their product no you know and we don't get that because we're comfortable we're part of it we enjoy the ease of it now and and it's like i think it's okay is that con- that losing that convenience worth it for me and my principles or not. And if it, and if you're just like, no, I really like wearing the new Nikes, having an iPhone, my laptop, my ring alarm, whatever. I'm okay with that. Then that's fine. But also operating as if like, like there is no bad. It's kind of, it's a, it's a weird space. Maybe it's just easier to just be that naive or that gullible sometimes. You know, because you don't you don't really have to make the connections and find the larger things because then you just be like super scared about everything.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm never I, I'm never going to be the type of person that's like, oh, you, you, you're, you're passionate about that or you are trying to bring awareness to that. Oh, well, that's stupid. Like, you know, if that's what you're passionate about, then you go and speak your mind on it and protest it and bring attention to it and do everything you can but when it's the people that do that or say say that they do that and then don't change anything cuz it's inconvenient or don't you know don't go out of their way to make a difference then i just have to roll my eyes which it's just well that's what it's one of the things do you watch always sunny no i don't it is the funniest show of all time, but they, they've talked, especially in this last season, they've pointed that stuff out all the time, how it's like, you know, we just have to say these things and people will think we're, we're woke and people will think we're not, if we just say it and, you know, or uh, like <laughs> there was an episode the other day where one of them was like, all right, this time I won't do blackface guys. And then he just paused and they're like, what? He was like, waiting for I was waiting for an I was waiting for an applause. Like, <laughs> why? He's like, because I said I wasn't gonna do something racist. I am like, well this doesn't get an applause. There's something we shouldn't do. So why did why did I say it then? And it's just like that's what's I feel like that's what so many people are like they're just like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this so people really see that you know
1: you know I, I love women. I have a mother I have a daughter my wife <laughs> Yeah. You know, like uh Derek Ravel. <laughs> I have black friends. If I, I can't I, be racist, I have black friends.
3: I've heard people actually utter that in real life. Like in, in day-to-day life. And I every single time it makes me spit my drink out. Like, just like, what the hell did you just say? You're not racist. You have black friends.
1: There are certain, there are certain sentences that, you know, once you you, you see them, you hear them, you're just like, oh, no, I I think initially you're feeling it's like, oh, no, this poor person. And then when whoever it is, you're kind of like, it, it either you stay with that sentiment or you're like, well, it's that bozo, right? Yeah. So anytime that it's like, I dot, 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 and I have black friends or, you know, any minority, you know, I have gay friends, I have Mexican friends, whatever. Right. Uh, you know, it's just like, Oh, crud. Right. Uh, the other one is, uh, you know, uh, men trying to show their allyship to, to women ever since my daughter was born. You know, after I got married and I saw my wife and it's just like, okay, you know, and notice there aren't a lot of married women that turn that around. It's like, I've understood the plight of man now that I've gotten married or ever since my son was born.
3: Well, that's, that's because women can never understand the plight of man, no matter how much they're around, man. They'll never understand how hard it is. Let me tell you, as a white man, I don't think anyone could ever fathom the things I have to go through on a daily basis. All right, it's not. It's you know I wouldn't wish this on anyone. Mm. Nope.
1: Well, on that <laughs> note, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us on another wonderful, insightful, entertaining, literature-driven. Uh, don't necessarily take Aaron's picks to the bank. Be cautious, you know, dot your own I's, cross your own T's. He's giving you the foundation for this week's NFL matches. So depending when you hear this, um, you may or may not have made some money off of Aaron. I hope so, right? Uh, He's not asking for a cut, but uh, tweet at him. Let him know, hey, I won. You know, thank you so much. You know, that, you know, he does this for all of us, and we should really repay him with the millions of compliments that he so richly deserves. So thank you, Aaron. Uh, we were previously joined by Jeff, who uh, had to go answer the door. He may have been kidnapped. We don't know.
3: Uh, we just Yeah, we heard him walk off and then some loud dog barkings. So we don't know what's going on
1: yeah uh pow was here he sang for a little bit it's always great when pow sings um maybe we should have one episode where that's all he does kind of like they tried to do that one um mystery crate with was it i think it was billy where he tried to sing all of his responses uh or we could have him i don't think we'd have him freestyle because he would get confused but we should probably just have a have him sing and uh guys think once again a listening audience, the millions of followers, dedicated listeners, ladies, gentlemen, children of all ages. Thank you so much for your continued support. And we'll see you next week.
3: An episode of pal singing.
1: How do I stop this thing? Is there uh-huh. not a
3: button on the bottom of your screen?
1: um it is recording so now what like at the
3: bottom of the line it says like participants chat screen share record or maybe it's in like file or meeting i don't know
1: no he's still recording his data Hmm. I think. I, uh. I wonder if I just if I just end it right. It's gonna load on his.
3: I guess. I, I. don't know how that stuff works. I never recorded one.
1: Yeah. So I'm just gonna end it. I think I should go to him. So he'll figure yeah. out how to close it. All right. Good night, Aaron. Thank you. Good back. Thanks.